Hey everybody, it is August 23rd, 2018, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Hugh Perry. Hello! Mr. Matt Wood. Hi. And Ms. Kelsey Lavati. Yo. What's we're, up? We're all back together. We are back. It's, Yay! I'm so excited. It's I been... It's good that we're having a reunion show. We are having a one-time only yeah. reunion show. Yeah. We're well, like, back in retirement. That's we're like done. Fleetwood Mac. We all had like some, you know, we were in relationships with each other. We got angry. We went our separate ways. Now we're back together again for a money spinning reunion. And mm-hmm. then we're going to go that's our exactly separate ways what again. Happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm Nick Fleetwood. Okay. okay I'm Stevie Nicks. No, I'm everybody. Stevie Nicks. Everybody likes to think that they're Stevie Nicks. I'll be, Pete. I'm Stevie I'll be Nicks. Peter Green. I don't know who uh, the other member is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm going deep into the Fleetwood Mac lore there. That's like OG, OG Fleetwood Mac. I want to be a witch. I want to be Stevie Nicks. Fine, okay. I'm Lindsay Buckingham. You know she's not actually a witch, though, right? That's just like a. a and also, Lindsay Buckingham is no longer in Fleetwood Mac. Yes. What? He quit. Oh well, today. Oh, he's so, he's doing a solo be, tour and everything. He'll be back. <gasps> Good for him. Mm-hmm. What's I'm he going to sing? Holiday Road. Let him sing what <laughs> he wants. That would be great. That's the only. We talked a whole for a video game podcast that hasn't recorded a, a podcast in a month. We talked a hell of a lot about about Fleetwood Mac to start <laughs> off the show. <laughs> I did say in they, the tweet uh, teaser initial the be, that there would be random tangents. Why don't you and Matt just continue to talk exactly at the same time? <laughs> so I was nobody. The video game. I'm sorry, what? Playwood <laughs> Max songs have been delisted from Rock Band. So you oh, really? Sing. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. I didn't get them in time. Oh, Matt. I know. Why? If you still own them, can you still download them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. They've I gotten everything, right? By this point, they have everything now, right? They got a lot. Did you, they uh, they apparently saw my request. I know. And uh, put Pac-Man Fever back up on the market. <laughs> when when they were so Matt Matt was like, "Hey, I really want to play Pac-Man Fever," and I was like, <laughs> on Twitter, and he tagged Rock Band in it, and I was like, I. I'm almost certain they had that in the game. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when it came out, and I tweeted him out. I think they have it. And then the Rock Band Twitter account, like immediately, it was like, "Oh my God, someone's talking about Rock Band on Twitter. We have yeah. to respond." <laughs> yeah. um, uh, the machine spun back up, and they were like, "Oh hey, they were Rock Band Network songs, none of which are on uh, were were on the new, new the new Rock Band." Um, and they said that, and I was like, "It's weird that they would respond." To this, in, like with a negative response, like you know, like oh, we're gonna respond even though the answer is no. You can't find these songs. It's so weird for a video game company to be like that transparent. Where it's yeah. just like, oh, okay. No, we used to have them, but we don't have them anymore. I have to imagine when they responded to that tweet, they already knew that very soon I, they would be announcing they were gonna that they provide had them back. for their fan. I, I have to, but at the same time when like they made that announcement like last week, they're like, oh Pac-Man Fever is gonna be available on Rock Band again. I, I kind of felt like, oh my God, what power do I have? <laughs> they like, 
do you think do you think that they were like, oh yeah, we did have Pac Man fever? Do you? It, mu- it must be easy to get that license back. Yeah, must... I can't, yeah. <laughs> can't be. What's, what's Butner and Garcia doing? Well, yeah. I, I think one of them's dead. So yeah, they did announce like a couple of months ago that they were going to start bringing back select items from the Rock Band Network catalog. Yeah. They, um, they have been slow and steady. Mm-hmm. They brought back like uh, Higher by Creed and other. That was a Rock Band Network song. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So if people don't remember, what Rock Band Network was it was supposed to be essentially as a way that if you were, let's say, a independent artist or someone not backed up by a big recording studio or somebody owned the rights to music that maybe was big that 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 you know was an in rock band, mm-hmm. it gave you a easy development path to get songs into Rock Band. Um, and so the, they had two like two shards of the store. It was like the main rock band music store, and then this rock band network store, which is filled with mainly mainly unknown artists. But there were some things like the Buckner and Garcia stuff, yeah. and other and like you said, the Creed stuff that was like populated a little bit more. Um, and they said they're bringing back select stuff from that catalog. I'm going to assume it's going to be mostly the most popular stuff, but I I, I don't know. I, I have to assume, yeah. Yeah. I I can't imagine everybody's you know random like some small band living out of their van song yeah. getting back on the market. But uh, yeah, a few of those are trickling back in and it's, it's, it's interesting because they're also a little bit cheaper. Like it's not cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're just part of the regular store, right? They're, they're not, they're not starting it. Uh, separate. The only issue that I've seen is, yeah, you can just get them on the regular store. Mm. Or, uh, no problem. But uh, your rock band stuff. They will automatically get filed under Rock Band Network, which is a bit oh, of an okay. annoying thing. So, like, yeah. you're like scrolling, you're like, "Where is that song I just?" Oh, uh, okay. You look at like a separate tab, and it's like, "Oh, uh, here's those three songs that." Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Sorry, Hugh, you were gonna you were gonna ask a question. Oh no, I was just gonna say if they're putting Creed stuff on there, they'll put any old shit on there. So. Well, they had created. They had a lot of. They had a, a good amount of Creed stuff on there originally, but. Uh, <laughs> I guess this is as good a place to say, but for Extra Life this year, me and three other guys are doing 24 hours of rock band. Nice. Holy shit, Matt. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Your fingers will hurt. Oh, no. My voice will hurt. Oh, you're going to be the singer? Oh, nice. The entire time. Oh, it's going to be bad. <laughs> You'll probably sound like the guy from Creed by the end of it. You'll be like, my sacrifice. I guess. That's not a great Creed. Not a great yeah. Scott Stapp impression. It wasn't meant Scott to be, Stapp. to be fair. It's not a solid. I I don't know how old I was. I have to say probably 15 to 17-year-old Bobby definitely had a major Creed phase. Yeah, I remember that Christmas <laughs> where human clay was waiting for me under the tree. Didn't yeah. they use like basically all of their songs for like WWE pay-per-views? For... That That's right. very possible, but... Yeah, that, it, all... that sounds... Like the right time and place. All I remember, yeah, it definitely sounds like the right time <laughs> place. That all sounds like it would work out fine. All I remember about about that time was the, the when it was revealed that Scott Stapp was like a giant asshole, like like mm-hmm. the biggest like cock in the entire world. Like as far <laughs> as like him and Fred Durst were having like a competition to see who was like oh, right. the worst, yeah. and they were like it was a weird. They had all sort of weird feud. They both um, won. They were both. They the both worst. won. Yeah, they definitely both won the worst. Didn't they have um, like? Um, wasn't that an episode of Celebrity Deathmatch where they had yeah. Fred Durst versus oh, Scott Stapp? I'm sure I remember that. Uh, that also sounds. Um, 
that sounds right place right appropriate time. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very believable they should bring that back and have like katie perry versus tay tay and stuff like that Okay. Great. So I am going to mute my microphone and p- peace out right now because I'll stick. I'll stick on the call. But uh, my my nephew just ran up and down the hall screaming and woke up my son. So <laughs> it was a good chain yeah. reaction of children. Um, be respectfully uh, asked so to leave. Bobby's going to yeah. go and tase him, and yeah. he'll be back shortly. I'll be right back. But keep keep going. Maybe talk about video games. All right. All right. Cool. Um, um, that's the last thing I want to do. Let's talk about anything else. Let's talk about uh, let's talk that year that uh, at WrestleMania when the Undertaker came down to the ring. That's to every a, year. That's every Tillman year. Biscuit uh, playing My Way live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was that uh, was cool. That was bad times. <laughs> yeah, that was the dark period. Um. So anyway, let's give Kelsey the news about. Um, what's happening with Twitch and um, the Pokemons. So, um, as a bit of a backstory, a while ago, Twitch started um, a channel called Twitch Presents, and they did, like, an eight-day marathon where they streamed, like, um, episodes of Bob Ross. And it was a huge success, to the point where Bob Ross now has his own Twitch channel. Um, which I highly recommend because it's brilliant and the the chat is hilarious. Um, so more recently, Twitch Presents has done like they did a massive seven week Doctor Who stream. Um, they went into Torchwood. Then they've recently been streaming. So I think like a Korean drama. And today they have announced that over the on starting on the twenty seventh of August. Twitch will stream the first 932 episodes of the Pokemon anime series. What? As well as every movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) My life is complete. Um, So it will start with Pokemon Indigo League. And the first episodes will be apparently where Ash and Pikachu fall out for the first time. So yes. I assume that'll be, you know, uh, Fleetwood Mac style creative differences. Style. Right, Ash and Pikachu oh are God, falling I'm out. So excited! Yeah. In that first season, I don't remember that. Why <laughs> got along pretty well? Ash and Pikachu are falling out. I don't remember that. Apparently, it says no. At the first episode, uh, no, I'm thinking of Squirtle. I'm very sorry. Yeah, the Squirtle, the Squirtle Squad, where they wear those cool sunglasses. It says here the marathon. The Squirtle he has is from the Squirtle Squad. Right, right, right. He 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 retired the sunglasses to join a family life. And his attitude. He took his attitude at the at the stump that he was living on. When they found Charizard, and he was like an abandoned stray left out in the rain. Please do not talk badly about Charizard in my presence. No, I adopted him. I was happy about that. Okay. Um, yeah, it but it says here. It's a long he, uh, time for Charizard to open up about his feelings, okay? Yeah, what happens? I, I'd imagine he had some sort of PTSD type issue. But yeah, it says sure. the marathon will start at 6 p.m. BST on the 27th of August, which would be Bulbasaur Standard British Time. British Standard Time. Um, so that would be 1 p.m. Eastern um, on the 22nd of August with episode one of the Indigo League season when Ash and Pikachu had their first falling out. 
So they obviously didn't mess around in terms of like, you know, friendship drama in uh, the Pokemons. Um, What other news is there? Um, Nintendo are going to have a Switch Nindies live stream on August the 28th. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, that will be at 12 p.m. Eastern time, um, and it says what day? Uh, 28th of August, so the oh, day oh, after shit. Pokemon stream starts. Yeah. Um, so literally, by the time they're running the Pokemon episode, care uh, you can switch over once the Nintendo stuff. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it says it takes place a few days before Pack West. PAX West kicks off in Seattle where Nintendo typically brings its newest games. This year, its PAX lineup includes Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Mario Party, and Diablo 3 Eternal Collection. I'm very, very interested to see how Diablo A plays on Switch and B, how successful it is. I'm very interested to see how that sells on that system. How well did Skyrim I think it would sell? Well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's okay, just it's comparable. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a game. It's one of those games that like refuses to die. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't. Be... <laughs> yeah, but people people don't let it. Right? Oh no, it's, it's like a great game. Don't get me wrong. I I absolutely yeah. love Diablo three. Um, and the fact that it's the Eternal Collection, so it's. All of the expansions, the necromancer um, character add-on as well, makes it a pretty good value um, proposition from at launch. So, and the necromancer is ridiculous. Like that character is like I don't think they've ever done anything to like nerf it or anything. So it's just ridiculously OP. You can just run around and like shoot loads of enemies with shards of bones that you rip off their skeletons. Which is super fun. Um, oh, what else have we got? Um, also, oh, this one, this one was quite interesting to me as well, given how we're kind of budding Twitch streamers ourselves. Um, Twitch announced that they were removing the ad-free perk from Twitch Prime, um, and in response, some streamers said um, that they would turn ads off on their channels. But um, out of protest, um, mainly because um, a lot of smaller streamers, so people who are at like our level, so they, um, you know, you've got the partner level, which is where the sort of big money is made, which is when you start making ad revenue. So the smaller streamers are basically saying that they're pissed off because if. Twitch Prime subscribers are going to be watching ads on their channel whilst partners Twitch streamers are making money every time an ad is shown on their channel they won't be Um, so the money then purely goes to Twitch so um, a lot of people are pretty annoyed by that um, because apparently in the article I read uh, it says Twitch have recently set a new ad sales target of $1 billion, which is more than double its current ad sales, um, which to me sounds insane. Um, 
and Golden Boy, who's one of the co-hosts on the Overwatch League, he said, the new Twitch Prime update removed one of the biggest perks of using the service, which was removing ads. Um, he said, I can imagine that had a big ad impact on their ad buys and bottom line. He said, I get it from a business point of view, but I don't. So it'll be interesting to see. I find, I find that so weird because um, YouTube is introducing YouTube Premium. Where if you pay for the service, um, you don't have to watch ads. And as YouTube is kind of competing with Twitch, I find it strange that they would like reduce something that YouTube now has. Like I find that such a strange decision. Like I, I understand it from a business, like you want more money, but like I just find it strange that uh, your competitor is giving a service to remove ads, and then you're gonna. Ad ads? I don't know. I find it weird. Yeah, it seems to be a uh, thing that's a recurring theme right now because apparently Netflix are trialing um, having adverts yeah, I before. That. Yeah, I saw that programs too. on that. Which, like, to me, like, I think if you watch stuff on Amazon Prime, they have like ads and trailers before you watch stuff on there, and it's infuriating. Um, and no doubt it will be equally annoying on but like, Netflix. I pay, like, I pay to not have that. Like, even for Netflix, like, I yeah. pay to watch TV without commercials. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't want them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there are, it's like, um, say, for example, over here, you've got um, what we call free to air channels. Um, like, you've got the BBC, which is funded by the government. So, they don't have adverts because they, they get their money from taxpayers whereas and then you've got some of the channels which are um free to air but you know they don't have that um revenue from um the government so they have adverts which is fine because you know they don't get any tax money to fund what they do so they need to show adverts they need to sell airtime to make money to make shows Whereas Netflix are making, like, they're, I think they make more money than even, or are on the verge of taking over even Disney in terms of how much money they're taking. And then they're on about having ads on their, their platform as well. And it's like, well, I understand that they're, like, trying to, like, um, ramp up their output to the point where they're just churning out stuff and that's going to be costly, but, you know, adverts uh, a bit of a contentious thing because I don't if I'm paying to watch something I want to be able to just have it go like, from the off the way I see it is that ad- not watching advertisements is the biggest plus of paying for these services like um, I don't know like what else do they would they offer that's mm. as good like if I want to tune in for like five minutes and one of those minutes is wasted by like a PS4 ad like that I could see on YouTube anyways. Like, I don't know. I just find it strange. Like, why, why would you pay at that point? Like, that's the most annoying thing that you pay to get rid of. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah. with, with Twitch it's... Prime, you know, it's you do get... Um, you know, a decent amount of stuff for your money. I mean, you get a couple of free games a month. You get, like, exclusive loot for some games. 
Like, there's always new stuff for PUBG, for Warframe. But not everybody cares about loot at the same time, right? Like, some, like I don't care about loot for No, one. not at all. But, I mean, when they're giving so, away free games as well. I mean, I'm still saying it's, like, a, a decent value. At least, yeah. at least you're getting, like, Netflix, you're paying, like, say, over here, eight quid a month. And you just get, like, the, the you just get to watch stuff. I was like, at least with Twitch Prime... You've got how much is Twitch Prime though? It's the same as Netflix, I believe. Okay. Unless you've got Amazon Prime, in which case mm. you've got Twitch Prime, which is how I've got it. Um, so you know, you get a free game or two a month, and you know, if you like in-game loot, like you know, I like the fact that every now and then I'll get some fun cosmetics for um, PUBG. Um, so, you know, I guess you do still get a decent amount out of it. But the fact that, like, every now and then whilst you're watching someone stream a video game, it'll be interrupted to show an ad. Um, so, say, if I'm, like, sat watching Overwatch League on Twitch and it's getting to, like, you know, they're in overtime um, in, yeah. like, the deciding map. Yeah in a big match and then an ad pops up at the vital moment that's going to be really annoying so exactly but that's it like how can how can you like i don't understand how ads can can really be done like what if you're watching for like two hours do you see more ads than like someone who's been watching half an hour like do they get the ad at the same time does overwatch league pause they're like oh and now a word from our sponsors like how do they how would they quantify that yeah. like i mean that would that would be very american in terms of sports to actually halt yeah. the proceedings to go wait 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 we need to sell some hot dogs on tv but exactly go so yeah how like how with a live thing like how could you do that without pausing yeah exactly I don't um know, like so bobby's back with us bobby basically mm. we're talking about um twitch taking away ad free viewing um from twitch prime oh yeah you have to have a uh, twitch turbo right uh have ad free which i thought they got rid of when they got when they made twitch prime but apparently they didn't ah, okay. um yeah uh yeah i mean i I heard the last until in the conversation about something like overwatch league i mean i would imagine overwatch league and twitch are are partners in in a lot of ways in broadcasting that stuff so i would say that they would probably build in something some sort of like special uh because i'm sure twitch can turn on and off like are you gonna see like you know inserted automatic ads in this or or because i'm sure overwatch league could be like we'll just we have advertising dollars that we're they're probably splitting with Twitch because they made some sort of like television network sports type deal with Twitch where Twitch was gave them a bunch of money or whatever to yeah. and I think to have yeah Overwatch League do have like um like certain like candy companies and stuff that advertise during their broadcasts as well so I'd maybe you know Twitch might get some of the money from that or something as part of the agreement. So I yeah. suppose that's how they'll vo- avoid it 
possibly. It's just a. I I wonder why they made the move because it just feels like a very un Amazon like move to separate out like these services, like to have like, hey, there's Twitch Prime that's part of your you know your your Amazon Prime membership, which is like their umbrella for everything, you know, like um you know in some i mean there's there's other things you can get and i guess actually now i'm saying it they do have like tiers of like kindle unlimited and their amazon music has tiers of of membership that that you can sign up for as well so i guess it's not much different than that but it's just such a weird part of the experience to push off into another into like another per- thing especially because they already have something called twitch prime so to have like another thing called Twitch something else that does more is, is, is a weird marketing thing, I feel like, for them. I know a lot of streamers, I don't know if you guys talked about this already because I was off taking care of my son. A lot of streamers have kind of like pushed back against Yeah, this. that's what we were saying earlier. Yeah. A lot of um, streamers have actually switched off um, adverts on their channels. And I think some even actually said, um, like we're encouraging people to download ad blockers because they didn't feel comfortable in making ad revenue during the streams and the fact that also um unless you're a partnered streamer um like so say if we were streaming if there's ads like now whilst we're streaming we wouldn't make any money from that whereas like say when ninja's streaming and he's got like a hundred thousand people watching him and he's not playing with a woman um he'll get money for it um so i think that is another way and uh, like one of the big reasons why smaller streamers have been pissed off by it yeah but it makes sense like there's nothing more annoying to me than when i'm watching a youtube video and a fucking ad goes in the middle and like i understand that it's because they 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 want to have a revenue from it mm-hmm. but the good thing about the youtube video is at least like it starts from where it left off and like and like with Twitch, it's like how, like, what if he said the most hilarious thing I've ever heard in my whole entire life during those 30 seconds? Or, like, I missed something really cool. It just doesn't make sense to me that, that like, it just, I don't know how they can even do it. Like, yeah. I can understand at the beginning of a, of a Twitch stream, when you go in, it's like you've already missed, in quotation mm-hmm. marks, let's say, like, you come in half an hour. Like, what's another 30 seconds? It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Um, especially because I'm not paying. So it's like, whatever, I'll wait that 30 seconds and watch this MLB ad and then watch the stream for the rest of the time. But to have it in the middle in, during something live it just seems so weird to me. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Uh, like you guys said, like in a sports situation, they have programmed breaks where you're not missing anything. This would be like, okay, it's the bottom of the ninth inning and the bases are loaded and here comes the pitch and then there's an ad exactly. that goes over exactly. the thing. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's, I, I think they need to, especially they used to do this all the time, right? When you didn't have Twitch Prime, it still happens when you don't have Twitch Prime. A lot of times you'll see random ads. Um, but like, they've gotten so much bigger over the last few years that I think they need to address how this is going to work because people are upset about it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you all talk about Ninja already? Um, no, I no. did make a, a pissy comment about him, um, but we can because that's one of the uh, tabs I have open for news. Um, so, um, unless you 
didn't see it, I will recap. So, um, Ninja, real name Tyler Blevins, um, who is basically, you know, he's the biggest streamer on the planet right now, um, has basically said that he doesn't play with um, female gamers. Um, and he says, there's a quote from him here, he says, if I have one conversation with a female streamer and we're playing with one another, and even if there's a hint of flirting, that is going to be taken and going to be put on, on every single video and be clickbait forever. Um, now, first of all, before we get into the nitty gritty of it, um, him saying that is hypocritical anyway, because right underneath that quote on Polygon's page is him playing with another um, streamer, a guy called Myth, um, who um, was at the time was playing with um, a another streamer called Pokimane, who is you know an attractive young lady who happens to be a streamer as well. And there was legitimately nothing going on between them. They were just, you know, two people who got on well playing video games together. And Ninja was playing with Myth and was giving him the old, oh, so is there something going on there? You know, I've seen you streaming with Pokimane and blah, blah, blah. So he's like basically... Well, to, to be fair to him, he didn't say, like, I don't do it. He just said it's a thing that happens on Twitch. So Yeah, but um... he's... He's saying he doesn't want it to happen to him, and then he's well. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. And he kind of. And look, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. He talked about his wife, and his wife is like his manager, and she's also a streamer. And he doesn't want this. These rumors happening because he doesn't want his wife dragged through these problems. And look, I don't know his relationship. I don't know. I don't know how him and his wife interact. I don't know what, like, what, what, how, what their own personal like quote-unquote rules of decorum are with each other but like it, it, it seems to me two things one using his wife as like a shield for like exactly don't criticize me it's because of my wife um the second part of it is like and, and like i understand like when you get really famous or get really big the amount of bullshit that gets thrown your way is much bigger than when you're just a normal person right i get that mm -hmm. but like uh, and I think a lot of people have said this already. I'm not saying anything else said, but Ninja is the biggest streamer in the world. He has the opportunity and the power to change the conversation. He's one of the few people who actually has this ability yeah. to, to, to affect these issues. And wrapped into that is the fact that like, okay, you don't want rumors started. And he, he said like, oh, you know, Twitch chat is really toxic and, and people on there are really toxic and I don't want to subject these people to it. And he's not wrong. Twitch chat is a lot of times very toxic, but B, like you are not like the, like you are not the protector of all female streamers. Like do not cut, you don't cut off half the population for some sort of like idea that you're protecting them. Let them decide whether or not they want to be a part of the situation. Let them know firsthand. Like, look, if you're going to, if we're going to play together, just know that this stuff will probably happen and you got to be prepared. Like I'll do my best to squash but it, but, but whatever. Like, it's it's like as if they don't deal with it already. Like I know. Like they know. come on Ninja's channel. It's like, oh, you know, guys, I'm really big. So like just be careful, okay, bros? Like <laughs> they they deal with it. They already know they're mm -hmm. adults. Of course. Like yes. they, they well, can take care of it. I have so many issues with this statement because like I know that he was trying to be like, 
like cool with everybody like oh i'm humble and like my <laughs> wife right bros right <laughs> like it just bothers me so much yeah. because like he has this opportunity to like um do things and like make comments that will be respected by dude bros and he can he can make comments that can that will be respected by like children who do watch him and um it doesn't take much to just be like no it's not happening like um i, I don't know how to word it because it, it it just angers me so much because like it doesn't take anything to say like no we're not together and if yeah. you don't make a big deal about it no one else will make a big deal yeah. about it and if those people make a big deal about it they're shouting into a void and eventually like they'll f- they'll find something else like like he acts like as if he's like, oh, it'll be clickbait forever. Like, no, it won't. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, did you not stream with Drake? I mean, have <laughs> we talked about it in the in the last month? No, we yeah. haven't. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Calm, relax. <laughs> like yeah. The, yeah. And the other thing is like, as well is like his wife, who is um, she goes by the name of Jay Ghosty on Twitch. Like she has her own Twitch channel. She has her own Instagram. And quite often she posts photos of herself like many, many, many women do in her workout gear. So she's in like a, you know, a sports bra and leggings and stuff like that. that. And no, I'm not saying I'm not saying she does it because she's female. (laughs) What it causes is she has like if you look at the comments on those photos which i have just out of curiosity mm-hmm. they are often like just all these mouth breathers going oh would ninja approve it's like you can't be claiming to try and be protecting your wife from that shit when she already gets that shit like she has but her I... own twitch channel she has her own instagram where she already yeah, gets it but again i don't want to again i want to be careful here because i don't want to try to say like we can understand Ninja and his wife's relationship from these yeah. quotes. Like, if, if if his wife said to him, I don't really want you to stream with female gamers. Like, it's been, it, we, we had the problem in the past. It's just better for us. Like, we don't have this, like, noise in our lives. Look, relationships are, like, hard, and I, I get it. I think it's, like, that'd be a ridiculous thing to say to someone when their job is to be a streamer. But, like, that's, that, that's their lives. Well, but the, I think that the, but the, at the, quotes, the same time, Bobby, like... If your if your if my husband was an actor, I'm not gonna be like, mm, please don't um, yes, make movies that. with Angelina Jolie. Like, there is I a quote. That. There is like, a quote here that I, I that. think is quite important, though. <laughs> he says, "Not being connected to other women online that was something I 100 percent um, I made 100 percent sure." He says, that was not even her. She had nothing to do with it. That was me being, I love our relationship. And no, I'm not going to put you through that. So he okay. says well, that was goodness. his decision. Again, it's this whole, it, it, it's, it's, this is one of those things where it, and this, th- th- what it seems like, hey, it's like a, he's being like nice and sensitive, but it's like another one of those sort of yeah, like. it makes me barf. M- micro aggression type things yes. where it's, it's acting as if his wife has no say in the matter. And like, as far as like, he makes this choice because he's trying to protect her, even though she didn't ask him to protect her. And it's just like, it's a whole, it's a, and again, my main problem is like, he is the person who has the chance to change or at least slightly affect the attitudes of people in this platform. And he's not doing it. 
Um, he had the opportunity. Like, it was there. It was in his hands. He mm. could have said, hey, everybody, how about we just let boys and girls stream and not perpetuate this stupid heterosexual, oh, mm-hmm. my God, they're, they're having sex because they're a boy and a girl. Like, <laughs> he could have easily done that. But he's like, you know what, everybody? I'm going to talk about how we're mistreating women and I am not going to play with them to save them. Yeah. It's like, I just don't get it because I feel like he, he thought he was doing a good thing and he's like, Oh yeah, Yeah. this is going to save everybody. Mm -hmm. I am the master. And it's like, that's what annoys me so much because you had such an opportunity to like, maybe make people who do think less of women as like, Hmm. This guy that we all look up to, he he likes women. What a what a strange concept. Perhaps <laughs> my ideas can change. Maybe like one dude's like, perhaps they could change. Maybe he's mm-hmm. like, mm, maybe. I don't know. Like there was such an opportunity. Or like teaching like little boys and like little girls that this that they don't have to be scared. Like it's fine. I don't yeah. know. It, it it's just so dumb. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't believe that like I, I could tell he thought it was coming from a good place because I could tell that he thought that he was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, like, come on. It's so easy to one, ignore. Like I not, not that it's easy, but like, it's not like people saying like, Oh, you're so fat and ugly and blah, blah, blah. Like that girls do get or, and guys. And it's something that he could easily say like, no, we're not together. No, we're not together. And I get that. It's annoying. But you're married, and I just feel like you could just keep saying, like, I'm married, bro. Like, Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I it, it, it's a missed opportunity for him, but yeah. for sure. Um, and whether he likes it or not, he he has a responsibility now because of how mm-hmm. m- the biggest following is. And exactly. in some points, you can tell that he understands that because he, like, tries to clean up the language on this channel. He tries mm-hmm. to He tries to make it more sort of, like, friendly for kids because he knows a lot of kids watch him. Mm-hmm. But it's that same sort of like idea that has propped up with some guys since like the me too movement started, which is like, well, I'm just not going to talk to the girl if, if, if I can get accused of harassment. And it's like, there is a way to, there's an in between that you're, you're somehow missing in your head. So like I, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but did you guys talk about dead cells when I was gone? No, we no, I think Matt's going to, Matt's about to like kill someone. If we don't talk about dead cells, dead so that's cells. New, game, new game that Matt is playing. <laughs> That we and we've spent an hour away. not talking about it. I don't even know who Ninja is. <laughs> Matt, you gotta get, you gotta go with lot. the times. You gotta go with the times. Um, uh, can we not? Uh, let's talk about Dead Cells. Yes, yeah. That, uh, do we want to talk about that plagiarism thing? That was fun. Oh, geez, the IGN thing? Yeah. Oh, God, we missed so much shitty news while we were gone. I could say something fast, fast as someone who does write reviews. Um, I just don't understand why a person at a highly esteemed website who's a editor who writes reviews on the internet where people will look at it and do a back check would even consider doing this. Like, it's so strange to he's me. A, well, he's not a journalist. He's, he's not at okay, all. He, Matt, he started like, off as like a... Plagiar- like, I don't know, but for the last 10 years of my life... Um, plagiarism is bad, and every day on sure. the first day of school, we all have to talk about how plagiarism is bad. Yeah, 
He thought he could get away with it. He, he thought he could get away with it. It's That's not, what it was. It's not the first time he's done yeah. this. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. They removed a lot of his stuff from the website because they found yeah. it out after That's investigating. Yeah, he, he's a yeah. shitty person. Yeah. yeah, they removed everything. They took everything yeah. down with his name on it because they couldn't be sure. And, the, 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 did you watch? Anybody guys watch the video that yeah. he put up? Because he took it yeah. down since then. So he put up an, an apology video in quotes. That he that he monetized for one thing, which is like already like pretty shitty, and it's the most like 2018 ass apology yeah. video you could because it's not an apology. He basically says like he starts out by saying, "Look, I take full responsibility," and then he goes, "But but then he goes, but then he goes, but it wasn't intentional," and and then he just starts like, and then he just starts like going off on like everybody does this every, everyone out there reads all these reviews and uses those ideas in their reviews and okay. i'm being like yeah, and he yeah. said to he said to he said to um uh jason schreier the guy at kotaku who yeah. wrote the big article about it, he goes like i dare jason schreier to try to find something else about me anytime i've ever done this and then like the next day jason schreier yeah. was like well here you go and it was like boom 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 and it was really funny i love him yeah it was really funny it was but, great but I, there's a sorry. There's just there's a difference between it being influenced by ideas, and I, I can understand that you could say, "Oh, everybody does this," because it it's true. Everything that we think is not our own thought. Unfortunately, if you want to write a zombie story, well, look, it's been done seventy times. Like, yes, that's true. Everybody gets ideas from somewhere. However, word for word, writing. <laughs> Is blatant plagiarism. Like, you can't even argue. Like, no, no, there's no argument. There's no the, argument the at all. Similarities were, were this to distinct. happen 10 years ago, yes, it would have been more private. It would have been within the IGN office. They would have taken him in and they would have let him go privately. Unfortunately, it's 2018 and you can't do that in the year of the internet. Like, I'm sorry, you can't. And it was made like, worse by the fact that it was like he was ripping off. The review of somebody who, yeah, who was trying yeah. to like make their way in journalism, who yeah. has oh, yeah. like, mm. um, you know, is gain yeah. obviously gaining a bit of following and is respected in his own little like bubble that he's created mm -hmm. for himself as a reviewer, and then this ass hat comes along, and just like, like verbatim more or less just. Well, there were review. several sentences that were verbatim. Yeah. And that's yeah. what shocks me because you write for the biggest site. Like, they have to have. I refuse to believe that they don't have some sort of training. You could say that they're not no. journalists, but they have. No, 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 no. I've followed this guy ever since he started IGN because I was a big fan of Jose Otero, mm -hmm. their original Nintendo editor, who was a journalist yeah. and was talented. That's why he's. Well, that's why he's working for Nintendo right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, and why he left? Uh, they they hired this guy because he was just a YouTuber that was popular. He wasn't. He had no background. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that's that's. I guess I'm saying it's. I mean, IGN's done a good job cleaning a lot of this up, but it is their fault. Uh, of they course, hired someone. But I don't with, have I don't have a degree yeah. in journalism either, and neither do sure. I Bobby. And neither do Hugh, and we all review video games without saying word for word what Polygon said. You know what I mean? No, no, I, I completely understand like, that, but I also feel like it's that company's responsibility for course. hiring that guy as the editor. And that's why of they got rid Nintendo. of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it's they're, 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 it's it's tough, right? Because it was disappointing because ever since that guy came on, every time I listened to like I used to listen to a Nintendo podcast all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and he always had an air of not really knowing what he was talking about. And, and everything just kind of sounded like either ideas that when I heard that this guy like got caught plagiarizing, I was like, Oh, that's, it was just, it was not surprising at all. Cause it seemed like he had made a history of just sitting around, listening to other people's ideas, repeating the same thing. And I don't know. It just felt like oftentimes on their Nintendo show, he would be surprised whenever they were talking about like a new game, like being released pretty soon. And he's like, Oh, I didn't know that was coming out. And you're just like, aren't you the fucking editor of Nintendo stuff for IGN? Shouldn't you like mm-hmm. have that stuff down pat? But I don't know. Yeah. I, I wasn't too surprised by this. Yeah, this, and I'll this, I'll give uh, IGN credit that I think they may have actually donated the revenue from that guy's sure. video review to the guy he plagiarized. I think. They said they were in discussions with yeah. him about it, compensation yeah. and credit, but the we should say we didn't even say what the story was. I'm sure most people know it, but um, the IGN Dead Cells review when it went up uh, was immediately basically flagged because on reddit this guy boomstick gaming was like hey what do you do if ign steals your review of something yeah and then it sort of made its way up the the chain to the point where like just a few hours after that post went up the review was down from ign they re-reviewed the game and it was discovered this guy uh on a i think a fifa switch review um and an actual review of some piece of hardware. I don't know if it was the Switch or it was something. Uh, it was also um, Metroid, uh, Samus Returns. Samus Returns. That review as well. Yeah, I found all these, um, these the images of him plagiarizing reviews. And now, like... Yeah, essentially ever since he started IGN about a year ago. Yeah. Um, the stupid... It's really and, sad. It's, it's really yeah. sad to me. And it's the end of his career. And that's a part of it, too. The, the, this, like, there's very few jobs in that industry. And, like, he had one of them. And he's... This is, like... No, as long as there's editorial, like people with editorial standards at these outlets, you're never going to get hired in these outlets ever again because well, they're, yeah. they're never going to trust you. And I'll say that, like, Matt, I agree with you to some extent. I think that, yeah, like they hired the guy. So at the end, like they're they're kind of liable for it. But like, it's very difficult to go and look at somebody's review and figure out. That it's plagiarized unless somebody tells you, especially because no, this it was I, a video I, review, right? It was a video that they t- turned into text um, and then back into a video, which is such like a weird, like a weird thing to do. But then like, um, like there's no, there's this is the tough thing about now. You have to you have to really hire people you absolutely trust because right. there's that's, no that's way to check this stuff. There's no way to check this. And stuff. that and that's, that's unfortunate yeah. because yeah. like there are a lot of people who like want to review video games. Like let's say myself and I don't have uh, a journalism degree right but you base all you have on this portfolio that you've been building for years and one site gives you a chance two sites give you a chance and you're like okay maybe I'll apply to like Kotaku as like a small writer and then they give you a chance as like a freelancer and Polygon gives you a chance as a freelancer and then eventually you can make your way up and you've been working hard and then it's like are we not supposed to hire people who work hard? Patrick Klepek at, Way- at uh, Waypoint started writing reviews at 17. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and you look hired. at um, Alana Pierce, who yeah. hasn't long left IGN. Yeah. Um, like she tweeted the other day, say, um, I think she actually retweeted a tweet from 10 years ago saying that she was like on the verge of giving up on her dream of becoming a video games journalist and now 10 years down the line she's like one of the 
most sort of recognisable faces in games journalist, and deservedly so, because she's great at her job. And, um, like, I, I can't... I would imagine, like, I'm just guessing here, but sure, I would imagine, where, like, people who do jobs like that must have some sort of code of conduct that they agree to that, like, every time they post a review that they assure their employer that it is their own work. So, like, uh, not to remove liability from from the outlet, but just so, like, the outlet has that sort of buffer where they can say, well, you know, this person posted this review, we didn't know about it, but now we know, we found out, we dealt with it, um, and that's, we've, you know, we've dealt with it internally. So Unfortunately, it's about oh. trust, and even if you work at a business... Like, let's say at my my daytime job, like, if I purposely do something wrong, I'm going to get fired anyways. Like, they didn't know that I was going to do that, and, and it shouldn't reflect on the company because I am my own worker, and I know not to, like, trans, tra I don't know, transfer money, you know? Like, I just yeah. know not to do that. Yeah. yeah. And I know as... as I'm. I wouldn't call myself a journalist, but like as a reviewer online, when I get a game, I know not to do that because I'm a good person. I don't know. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, like no I, one has to tell me, a 25 year old adult, not to plagiarize. Yeah, well, I, like it's also. I think it, I think it's like it, it, somebody mentioned this. It's like a pathological thing at some point because like he probably started doing it a long time ago. And obviously he was not th that well known, so he could do it and no one would notice. And at a certain point, if you just keep, if you just always do it that way, it just becomes the way you do it. And then you end up rationalizing to yourself, oh, it's okay because everyone does this. And like, you, you if you hear like the, listen to like any video game podcast in the last couple of weeks, the like fire and anger coming from the re reviewers at these places is like palpable. Where they're well, just like, they're not. furious because they're yeah. like, this is not the way it goes. This is not what we do. In fact, we do our best to sequester ourselves and not talk to anyone while we're reviewing a game because we don't want their ideas to accidentally leak into our yeah. into our reviews. So it's crazy. Matt, sorry, you wanted to say this, something. This is, this is why I'm, I, I kind of GM this guy as an outsider and put him in the position of an editor. Uh, he hadn't worked for IGN. He worked for his own YouTube site. That was it. Like, it just seems... Like, hopefully, you know, I feel like with an editor, sure, maybe not every time you hire someone with them, but you hire someone with enough of a background that they, you know, don't just get put to a position of, yeah. not that it's a huge position of power, but they feel like a position well, of credibility. And he hadn't established that. And this is what happens when that happens. Yeah. When you yeah. throw someone yeah. who has some popularity on YouTube who's not a journalist, uh, you know, into a position where journalism and integrity is important, then yeah, the, either either they're not going to be very good in that aspect, or they're going to do stuff like this, this kind of shady. Uh, you know, and and here's the thing: most people that plagiarize, you know, and I don't want to like defend people that plagiarize. They don't know they're doing it. They just lie to themselves and say, "Oh, this part's fine. This is fine. This is fine." And then, you know, they get to a point where they're just ripping off people. And, yeah, he is he is completely clueless to the fact that uh, – or in denial of the fact that he's, you know, he's yeah. been ripping it's, off people it's for the a, past It's a mm -hmm. massive abuse of your position as well, especially as a, sure. like, 
a video games journalist where you get like you get given games like developers will just be like here you go here's a code for our game download it play it for play it without it being of any cost to you um and we trust you to you know just review it spread the word about it and that's how you know it's kind of you know advertising for them yeah. and that's how it works and you know you look at it from the opposite end of the scale again going back to the smaller reviewers and people like us like who spend like okay we get the odd review code here and there and we we make an effort to create content on the back of that um like we do our what is videos or we'll stream for a little bit um but we we buy all of our own games with our own money and yeah. you know then we review them when we do this um and it's you know incredible like i would l like love to be in his position like to be able to be that involved in the industry like spread my opinions on video games to like such a wide audience that like people actually like you know so many people listen to you and they re they have respect for what you do um yeah. and then just to abuse it and not only that but to like do it at the to the detriment of somebody who's trying to make a name for themselves is is just it's really bad and like you said Matt it, and Bobby mm. you said it too it's pathological like he's just you know he just doesn't give a yeah. shit really well and, it, and I, oh, go ahead. sorry okay i just want to ask a question like could it be that he was hired purely because he had a YouTube channel and he knows how oh, to yeah. edit videos. No, I know. But I'm saying like he knows how to edit videos because having a YouTube channel, that is his his job in quotation marks, right? And that's used as a reference. So to make videos, being an editor at a company when you have a YouTube channel does not surprise me. I know plenty of people... <clears throat> who started off as YouTubers, developed a following and were able to use that to their advantage to work for companies because uh, in the end, he did work hard to get those followers. Like he did, he sure. does have some sort of validation in making videos. So, I mean, to be a head editor, I think is a, is a tad extreme. Um, but to get a job in that kind of field, I'm not surprised. That they would hire no, him? I'm not surprised either. But like, also the funny thing is about like his following is that he did like a like Switch giveaway thing when the Switch came out, and that was where like I think something like 75 percent of his followers came from was this For like, sure. hey, if you follow me yeah. and do this, I'll give I'm giving away a Switch, and he got like mm -hmm. thousands and thousands and thousands of followers for doing it. I'm like I'm not gonna argue why he got the job. It's just like yeah. insane and crazy how this happened, and it's so funny because like IGN is like. The, like they already have a target on their back from so many people mm -hmm. because they're so big and people hate them just because they're big yeah. and all this kind of stuff. I, I think any sensible person look at what the, how they handle the situation and say they did just about as well as they could have done by the person who got sure. ripped off and and by dealing with the person who did the the wrong thing in a very direct and strong manner. They didn't hide it. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't like mince words. They didn't. They didn't. They just like they eradicated him basically from the website. Which I think is, is probably the right move. Um, well, they couldn't really do anything else, right? Like no, yeah, they couldn't. Right. But they could. But they could have. They could have yeah. let him go, and they or and they or, and they could have done it in a, in a, a more a more like 
quiet manner and not, and they were taking a lot of flack for it, but they could yeah. have done it. Oh yeah, they, they made an like, example of him. Yeah. Um, they could have suspended him, you know, or whatever, but, um, uh, all right, let's talk about dead cells. Let's stop yeah. talking about shitty things. Let's close this show <laughs> out by talking about dead cells. It's uh, freaking awesome. Really video. Good. Yeah. Dead it's... cells is a video game. I didn't uh, know about it and I'm upset what? that none of you told me about it what? because this is so freaking what? cute. Hugh has been talking about it for like a year and a half. I wanted okay. this to be on my game of the year list last year. Okay, well, I've been depressed. <laughs> so sorry. It's cute. Cute is not the word I would use, probably. Um, excuse yeah. me? Look at him. Adorable. Mm. He's so cute. It's like a bag of goop that inhabits a body. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Matt, I'm, I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I've spoken to Bobby uh, a lot about this game. So I, it's it's got me playing a lot of uh, it's got me playing a lot of uh, um, <laughs> okay, hold on. You just had a visitor. Um, if you're not watching the video, I, I just woke my mama. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Anyway, uh, before Matt says what he thinks of the Dead Cells, is a uh, 2D, what they call a roguelike uh, run-based game, which is, it's an action game where uh, you play until you die, and then you reset again at the beginning with, with, with nothing. Except in this game, you have carryover currency that you can use to get permanent upgrades, like more health, or more, more not more health, but more refills on your health, and, and stuff like that. Um, so there is some stuff that carries over, unlike something like Spelunky, which is just like, hey, every time you die, everything resets. Yeah. This is, hey, you die, but anything anything you've bought with permanent upgrades that come between the levels, you get to keep. So anyway, Matt, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, it's 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 got Metroid. Uh, I've never I've never been a fan. I'm not a big fan of the, the term Metroidvania, but it's got that kind of pedigree, that Symphony of the Night uh, pedigree. Um, but it's also very very different. It, yeah, it, has it feels more like Symphony of the Night a lot. It feels more like pre. Symphony Castlevania to me because it's not really there's a couple places where like you need certain sure. powers to get places but it's not like it's not like a game it's not an exploration game like Hollow Knight yeah. is for example Hollow Knight is very much like a hey you t- go into a map and you like uncover the whole map and then you, you you're kind of living in this like world that's painted out for you that you can discover this is like mm-hmm. you're pretty much just going left to right there is like some moving up and down but it's much more of like an action based game sure yeah, and it definitely rewards, uh, you know, we just, you, it's that minor, very slow progression of like, better at this every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, it, it's, it's, it's hard to describe. It's just, it's, it's a really interesting, it feels very fresh. It takes a lot of familiar. I feel like I'm speaking very generic here, but <laughs> I feel like uh, it, it takes a lot of like very familiar elements and makes something new out of it, um, which is, you know, yeah, I love the gameplay in it. I'm not big. I'm not a big fan of the aesthetic. Uh, I, I don't think I don't like the character designs. I don't like uh, the music. I'm not a big fan of, but I love the gameplay in it. And um yeah, I just love this kind of like system of 
sometimes you go into play and you don't know if you'll be dead and done in five minutes or, you know, and other times you can be in there for like 17, 20, 25, 30 minutes mm-hmm. and uh, just get this good groove going. And also like, it's really weird because I don't know if I'm going to die and then immediately want to hop right back into it or just say, eh, fuck it. That's it for tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I very rarely have a game like that where, like sometimes I'll play for thirty minutes and just want to keep playing and keep playing. And sometimes I'll play for thirty minutes and I'm like, "Fuck that now! No, I should yeah. have done better." And that's yeah, my yeah. Fault and this game can go fuck itself. Mm. That's one of the good things about it, though, is it is an easy yeah. game to like put down and pick back up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you can you can go on a run that'll last like an hour or so, and you'll die and just be like, "All right, I'm done." And then you know, the next day you can pick it back up yeah. and do, you know play it for half an hour and the the good thing is, is about it as well is at least on the pc version i don't know how it works on other versions is you can pretty much like quit wherever you are and it'll put you back in the game like you can continue from where you left games. off yeah so. it's, it's 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 constantly saving whenever you like quit or anything yeah. like that um which is which is great um matt i'm curious about why you don't like the aesthetic i know i just is this just another like you're tired of 2D looking? I, I, yeah, I'm tired of that kind of retroy like fake retro vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, Celeste, I, I that got on my nerves a little bit. Uh, I, I Celeste was a little bit better, whereas this I don't feel like it has any personality. I feel like the like characters that you fight, the monsters, all that stuff, they're just kind of generic. Um, yeah, but that's roguelikes in general. I mean, Rogue Legacy. Sure, sure. But, you know, I you know, I, I go back to, say, because like, I'm, I'm literally I'm three right next to my Switch, and I'm hopping back and forth between Symphony and Dead Cells, uh, and I'm instantly, just like with Castlevania, I'm like, this has character, this has uh, bad voice acting, but it's, it's fun. <laughs> uh, uh, I instantly... Uh, like we'll lean towards this because I feel like you know it has these like great like uh, uh, sprite designs. Like I, I, I just I'm instantly in that. Whereas like in Dead Cells, it's like here's a green guy that like goes and dumps at you. Uh, <laughs> how how which a- level have you gotten to? By the way, I'm just wondering. Uh, have, I, you, have you beat the first boss yet? Yeah, like I'm I'm. Uh, there's like the promenade of the damned or yeah, yeah, yeah. something. And then there's like the other one. Uh, I, I can go village. something like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere in there. Gotcha. Um, there, when you get past the uh, first boss, there, there, there are some new character types they throw at you that are like mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Like yeah. these, like these like guys with like cannons for arms that like, they're just nuts looking. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um and that and that, that stuff's cool. I mean there there definitely does get to the point where it's like the it's the uh the guys are like knives for their hands and like I love the weapons. The weapons are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh but yeah, like I said, I I I gameplay I'm all in. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. But uh yeah, I do wish that you know, I'm just a dude with a flame for a head. And you know, I <laughs> I don't know if I need more than that, but there, I feel like there could have been room for something better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not a gripe. I still think it's an excellent video game. I don't mm-hmm. need a, I don't need a compelling story every time. Um, 
uh, but not that Castlevania is yeah, like that compelling story, Castlevania but, yeah. story. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I I don't know. I feel like I'm instantly I instantly will gravitate towards something with this has personality. It really does. It's just I don't know. I it's not. It doesn't catch me. I get you. I mean, there's there's obviously but, too a difference between a game like mm-hmm. Symphony of the Night, which is kind of all handcrafted from the start and then something like dead cells, which is procedurally generated and has to like throw sure. things at you for, uh, for, uh, you know, doesn't know what's coming at you at certain times or, or what have you. But I know, I totally see what you're saying. And I know that you are mm-hmm. tired of the 2d faux retro. And this is, I mean, styles. it's getting, it's getting better, but like there was, there was the eight bit style that, you know, generally looked like eight bit graphics. And now we're at this weird, like retro style where it, it like, it never looked like that, and it's. Just, I know, but it's not. It's not. It's. It's more just like an aesthetic choice at this point than it is like sure. we're trying to make a game that looks like a game that you played when you were eight. You know, it's Plus like I, it's. Right. I think for it, smaller devs. Yeah, for smaller it's devs, it's easier definitely. to make games that look like that than it is to produce something that looks like you know Madden nineteen. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess so. But like, what was the game? The uh, the uh, one game last year where you're a bunch of woodland. And uh, night in the woods, uh, night in the woods, night in the woods, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, like that, like, like, I love that, like, like, because that's, that's, yeah, no, that's a cool art style for sure. Yeah, no, I get you but, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a thing that's like just a weird nitpick of mine. Like, when I hear, like, when I watch a movie and someone's on a computer and their computer makes all these like crazy noises, I'm like, computers don't make noises like that in real life. <laughs> we just have to make noises like that because. People that are watching TV need to know that the computer is working. (laughs) For whatever reason, I don't know why that kind of small stuff just, it rubs me the wrong way. Well, here's a question, Matt, based on Mm -hmm. Hugh's comment. Would you enjoy Dead Cells more if all of the character models were swapped out for Madden 19 character models? (laughs) Yes. If if, if you were playing as Eli Manning and Mm -hmm. you would enjoy it more. And every time you came up against an enemy, like a playbook came up. Yeah, it was like, a, yeah, as a certain, a totally different NFL player was each enemy. Um, 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 sorry, Kelsey, you raised your hand like five minutes ago. What's what's up? Yes, it's okay. I just wanted to know, do you guys think I'd like it? Because I'm like looking for video games to play again. Because I like uh, yeah. Hyper Life Drifter. I like. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think yeah. Then I think you'd like it. It's yes. a very, yeah. it's a very easy yeah. game to play. Like mechanically, it's very simple. Yeah, uh, and it can get Switch? very hard. It can get very hard. Uh, yes, it's on the Switch, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I mean, instantly it, get into it. It took me like it took me like. Okay, now now I'm in. Now I'm now I'm in. So it may okay. not it may not be easy to just hop in and all of a sudden, hmm. yeah, I'm bored. Uh, okay, um, but mechanically, it's like it's it's relatively simple at least at the start before you start layering on stuff. But it, but it's I think you'd like it. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's really fun to play. It's I, the animation on the characters on the attacks is Looks so great. good. It's okay. so good. The animation is yeah. so good in the game. Um, and, you know, what? I, I don't understand game design, so I don't know mm-hmm. what things they do to make it feel the way they make it feel. But mm-hmm. it just feels so good. Like, the role, the the attacks, like it, and, and the way you're able to customize how you want to play, depending on what loadout you want. Because you can decide, like, I want a big heavy weapon that does a ton of damage, but it takes 
a long time to swing it, or I want yeah. something yeah. really, really quick that doesn't do, do as much damage, but I can attack more in a, in a set period of time. Yeah. Do and I want to use a yeah. bow? Do I want to use a shield? Do I want to use like want for my like throwables? Do I want a grenade or do I want a trap or do I want yeah. like so like that is a really you can really customize how you want to play. And there are these moments on runs where you get like just the perfect combination of items like you know like a like a like a trap that makes people makes characters bleed and then this throwable like turret that does mm-hmm. 200% more damage to characters when they're bleeding so you're when you use both of them like it's just like this you're just a massacre you're a massacre mm-hmm. man you know um i love the that best, the best double jump in a video game I've played in years. It's got a good d- double jump for it's sure. Got a, it's got a pitch perfect double jump. Yeah, yeah. And it's great as well because if you've got a loadout that you're happy with, you can um like reforge um the sort of status effects that that weapon might do. It's random, but you can you can do it. So say if you've got like Bobby said a trap that makes enemies bleed but you've got um, a grenade that does more damage to poisoned enemies. You can reforge. You could reforge it until it does more damage to bleeding enemies, and you can mm-hmm. then you can like it's surprisingly. There's a surprising bit of depth to sort of loadouts, but you don't necess- you don't have to worry about that at the start of the game because basically at the start of the game your goal is just to sort of unlock new weapons and just go on a few runs and build a bit of an arsenal that you can you know have a bigger loadout and then you can start playing with it so it starts off um you know once you get to grips with the attacks and stuff like that and the movement in the game um you can then sort of make it as deep as you want to. Like if you don't want to sort of tailor your loadout, you can't be bothered with that side of things. Like some people can't be bothered with crafting in video games. You don't have to, but it's, um, you know, there's a lot, there's depth there if you want it. And it's like Bobby said, the movement in that game is so cool. Like um, I unlocked an ability the other day, which um, goes into one of your skill slots and it makes it makes you warp. So if you're stood in, if I'm stood in front of an enemy, I can walk behind them, and then the next attack I do does like three times the damage. So it's just really cool that you can roll up to an enemy, so you're close enough to warp to them, pop the warp, and then turn around and just hit them, and mm-hmm. then they just like explode. Um, but it's just such a fun video game to play, and if if you like sort of platformers, roguelikes. Um, you know, just act. You know, a fun action game that's fairly simple, mechanically to play. The control system is very simple. It's five buttons, maybe. Well, no, it does use all the buttons, but one's like jumps, one's roll, two attacks. And yeah, and it's pretty self-explanatory. And and all the buttons are yeah. on the screen when 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 you're when you're doing it. But I think that yeah. like, I, I'm gonna ask you to. Um, I destroy or roll through every door. I don't think I oh, I've oh, opened yeah. a door in Dead Cells. I think I just roll and just threw them and destroy them. It's beneficial though because it stuns enemies. So yeah, but I even yeah. do it at, like in between the levels when you talk to that like person. Okay. Yeah, you know sure. the person who like you give your cells to. Mm-hmm. I, I I like I roll through that door as well. Um, I, I finally yeah. found a physical copy. So oh, you found one. I'm happy. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I one nice. Up. Hang on. Came with uh, an art book. 
Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, your your favorite part of the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Great. It nice. gets a soundtrack on vinyl. You set. Uh, uh, is that a thing? No, I don't know. I don't. Think pro- so. I don't know. It probably will be. The game is successful enough where yeah. someone's going to do it now. Um, on Amazon. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm. I I played it like probably for three hours or so back when it came out in early access. And I was like, this is really cool. I'm just going to wait till it's fully out. So everything they put in or these next, this next, whatever long, I'll have everything. I'll just start from there. Um, and I'm really happy I did. It's, it's just like, it's a really fantastic game. It, it, it's the best one of these I've played since Rogue Legacy. Um, and I think uh, it's the Rogue Be- Legacy beta. I, I think it's, no, I think it's better than Rogue Legacy, especially because the combat is like, there's not even a contest. Like, Rogue Legacy was a really fun game. Mm. The combat was like very simple and very kind of like center, and the jumps were a little bit floaty in Rogue Legacy. It just it wasn't a game that asked you to be as precise in, in, in a lot of ways. Um, and, and this game does, and it has the control scheme to back it up. So, um, you, yeah, you can pre order the vinyl right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And I like the soundtrack. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like the yeah. Speaking of which, my uh, The Last of Us Two trailer vinyl just shipped from Mondo. So oh boy, that's, that's a great investment. Awesome. Um, um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, and also, I mean, really quick, the story coming out of this developer is that like there's no bosses at the company; they're all paid the same, and they all have like the same like say in what things get how things get done uh, at the company. So there's no like lot, power yeah. structure. There's no power structure, um, which is crazy. Um, it's, yeah, it's worked for them though. Um, has anybody been playing anything else before we get out of here? Mm. Wario Division. <laughs> oh, Wario! How is Wario Wear Gold? It's good. It's, it's good. It makes you get your 3DS back out. And I heard the cutscenes are very good. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, they do some. It's it's a lot of voice acting. It's a yeah, lot I hear it's of, a fully voice acted game almost. So that's crazy. It's like a lot of Charles Martinet. It's <laughs> way too much Charles Martinet. <laughs> it's it's very it's, it's a lot. I just wish it was on the Switch. Yeah, uh, I wish it was I on mean, the Switch. I guess I get why, um, but it sucks still. Yeah, just I take out that, the gyro uh, games and. Um, you, I guess you could put the gyro. I guess you could you do it undocked, but like That's the I want thing. them to put yeah. something on the. I want a warrior on the switch so bad because I sold my 3ds. To dock that thing. I don't have the 3ds anymore, so I can't play this game. Yeah. It's gone from my life. So it's um, probably the last 3ds game I'm going to buy. You're not going to buy the remake of Luigi's Mansion, nah, I got or it. the remake of. Bowser's Inside Story? Bowser's Inside Story, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. They announced some other stuff that was just like, it's just remakes, remakes. Yeah, like there's that. no like uh, new stuff coming out that we know of yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so nah. Uh, I, think, I think this will be the... This will, unless, the unless they announce something else, uh, which I doubt. It oh, isn't, like, that, isn't that Fire Emblem game coming both to the Switch and to the 3DS? Uh, well, some version, uh, some version of that fire, the Fire Emblem game. And they got to put it on three. It's like a law in Japan; they have to have it out on the 3DS. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. eventually put all Fire Emblem games out on the 3DS. What have I been I, playing? Anything else? Not really. I play. I'm playing. I played a little bit of Siege, Rainbow Six Siege. Nice. I love. That Speaking game. of Ubisoft games, I've been out for a couple of years. So good. Um, nice. I've been playing with Justin and Andy, um, and we were having a good time. Though the other night we had a bad night and definitely frustrated Justin. Came out in full force. Uh, is that because of assholes or? No, it was just because he wasn't doing well, so he got oh, really man. angry. 
<laughs> the moment he goes like, oh, I'm getting frustrated. It's like, God. oh, God. Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. Um, powering up the Zarya. <laughs> I bought I bought uh, Bionic Commando rearmed. Oh, nice. Three. I've so like I put my PlayStation Three out to play uh, Symphony of Night, and then I found myself like I got a lot of good shit on this PS Three. So, <laughs> then they had like a sale where like they had like a surprisingly large amount of PS Three games for sale for like really cheap, and I'm I'm like, nah, there's no, I shouldn't buy this. Shouldn't buy this, right? And then I did. So. You'll be happy one day when they go on the PS4. They go, oh, now you can play all your digital PS3 games oh, on the PS4, and then you'll be very happy. God, that will that will be the best day of my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will never. I have way too much investment. I can I could never ever ever get rid of it. Invested myself. Um. Yeah, I think. Well, up until Rock Band 4 came out, I was like, I don't know how I'm ever going to get rid of my Xbox 360 because Mm -hmm. it had all of my Rock Band songs on it. But now, that's okay. Um, But uh, but yeah, um, that's all. I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells, some Siege, and that's really it. I've also been randomly playing MLB 18, the show, um, because I've got like Red Sox baseball fever right now because they're doing so well. So I just needed like another hour for it. But that's... Don't even start with me, Hugh. <laughs> I've been a Red Sox fan for my entire life. Um, Same with you. I know that. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So I'm. I, I need another outlet for my baseball, my baseball passion. So I've been playing that. It's all right. It plays really well. But like, I don't know. It feels like because I have no competition, they just gotten lazy with it. It's just kind of like the there's no the, the bells and whistles aren't there. You know, like. They have what they call like their TV presentation style, but it's like when you hit a home run, it's just like hit a ball went over the fence, and then the, yeah. there's not like a lot of dynamic stuff to it. it it's weird, um, like the stuff that like has been good in baseball games or in sports games for a while. Like they, you know, at the end of the game, they have like a highlight package you can play back of all the things that happen in the game. But like between every highlight, there's like weird hitching and stopping and like it's it's just it's just weird it plays really well like because the game has always played very well but it just it has to yeah yeah it has to but i but i feel like it's just gotten lazy with their presentation uh on the game and it's not a game in the spotlight either right it's like it's not it's not like madden where it has like a big deal every time it comes out yeah like they put they put that they did put that like old school like ken griffey mode or whatever in it nice that old school ken griffey mode in it um which is neat it plays like Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. That was in there last year as well. It's in it again this year. It's neat. But um, that's it. That's all I've been playing. Ken Griffey um, Jr. Baseball is an excellent game. Fucking great game. I, <laughs> I love that. Like, really RBI good. Baseball for the Super Nintendo. RBI Baseball, also a great game. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but Ken Griffey, like, good God. That was, like, game. that was like most of my 1995. Yeah, me too. And I went through and renamed all of the players. Like, the real players on the because it wasn't it didn't have the lands for the players except for Ken Griffey Jr. So it was like it was yeah. it was it, every team was filled with non licensed like fake players. Nintendo owned him at the time. Yeah, who were stand who were like stand ins for the real players. So yeah. me and my friend went through and renamed every single player to the real players except for on the Cleveland Indians where we named them all their characters from Major League. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Remember how bad he looked on the title screen? Yeah, it was bad. That's pretty bad. Remember how bad the follow-up game was? It was not good. Oh shit! Yeah, what was that called? It was. 
I don't remember what it was called, but it was not very good. It like it like yeah. wasn't the same style of game. Uh, I want. Did Nintendo make that next one? I don't know, but it was they marketed made, they made as like yeah. yeah, it was marketed as like the the sequel to it, and it like played a little more simmy and stuff. It just wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, I could talk about Kangaroo Junior Baseball all day, but that's gonna. I think we're gonna need to get out of here. We need to get finish up this podcast. Can we, can we, can we, is that gonna be online? I would love that. Put it on the Switch. Oh. I would love it. <laughs> that makes so much money with online um, capabilities. With online capabilities. Um, that would be, anyway, that, like, fuck Mario Kart. That would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know why we have to. We have to fuck Mario Kart in order to like. Get like, like if they're gonna prioritize like on video games and not prioritize King Griffey Junior Baseball. Uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. What, the, what are they doing? I get you. I get you. Where's their business sense? Um, Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> They don't uh, own that team anymore, do they? No, I don't think so. No, they probably don't own the rights to the game anymore, I bet. Yeah. yeah I bet not. there's some weird complications going on there with that. Um, Damn it. All right. So, because all the, because the MLB has some say over because all the team licenses were in there. So they got the MLB yeah. licenses of the players' license. So I, I bet you the Major League Baseball has some say over that IP as well. Um all right, that's going to do it for the Talking Games podcast for, for this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Talking underscore Games, twitch.tv slash Talking Games, youtube.com slash Talking Games videos. I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. Hugh? I am at H underscore Paz. My mum is not on Twitter. All right, Kelsey? <laughs> Kelsamus, K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. And Matt? I'm at Johnny Matt Wood on both Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> All right. Um... Like I said, that's going to do it. For the talking uh, yep, missed it so much. Um, so much that I, we're gonna, I'm going to run screaming from this podcast right now. Yeah. That's true. That's going to do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Kelsey. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another. Bye.